0: Talk Live. Come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Cloud Talk Live. So glad that you are here with us this morning. Hey, we're going to have a great show today. I'm really looking forward to it. You're going to get to meet Angela Henninger in just a little bit. She is amazing. She is killing it over there at uh, AppDynamics, our new awesome partner. But folks, it starts with you. I want you go ahead and introduce yourselves. So you've taken the time to show up. Might as well say hello uh, down there in whatever comments on whatever platform you're on They all find their way over here. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Would love to know uh, who's watching us here this morning or this afternoon or this evening. For our good friends over in India who always seem to show up, which we love. Hey, if you want to get in, there we are. Uh, Priyanka is the first. You win the prize. Wish I had something to give you. Hey, Gert, you're becoming quite the regular now. Hey, if you want to get a hold of us over here, you want to talk to Gert, he works down in the Rackspace Customer Experience Center, killing it down there. Uh, you can send us an email at solve at rackspace.com. Maybe you have an idea. Maybe you have some feedback. Maybe you just want to say hi. That's how you can reach uh, not only me, but the whole production team. Uh, you can get Megan, you can get producer Daniel. They're all here. Hey, Joanna, so glad that you have chosen to sh- come on over this morning. Glad that you are here uh, guys, I mentioned, we have a new sponsor here at Rackspace who we're super excited about, uh, AppDynamics. We're going to learn all about AppDynamics, but more importantly, we're going to learn about, uh, a little bit more about our new best friend, Angela Hedinger. Susan Price is back. Susan, I'm so glad that you are here. And we have, uh, Tilden from, uh, looks like from, uh, the UK, a rocker from the UK. I love it. Hey, let's, uh, uh, move forward as, um, as you know here, any of these episodes, you want to find out more information. We, uh, of course, uh, Angela's going to come up shortly. We've got a link to her bio. We have uh, over on that webpage right there at rackspace.com solve slash 107. I say this every time. What are you not going to find on slash solve uh, slash 107? No one's selling to you there except great information. Doreen, glad you're here. Um, uh, but if you want to get more information, go there. Also, if you can't make these events in the morning, well, we put the audio out on the podcast. So as long as you subscribe to Cloud Talk, and you can get it on any of those fancy places down there, uh, you can uh, you can do that. Priyanka, thanks for subscribing. So glad that you did. All right. Uh, reminder, this comes up every week, guys, from the uh, the Shields Up warning from the Cybersecurity Infra- uh, Infrastructure and Security Agency here in the U.S. Shields Up. Just go on over to uh, cisa.org slash shields hyphen up if you want to learn more about that. Also, you can go back to episode 100. I encourage you to go back there and listen to that one. We've got a bunch of security professionals there. And, uh, and from there, you will learn all about what you need to do to protect yourself. In this time of crazy security, guys, I mentioned Angela Hedinger is here from App Dynamics. Now, as you know, here in March, it's all about women in technology, which we're putting a hundred percent focus on on all of these episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you want to learn more about past episodes or uh, the agenda for the remaining few that we have coming up in March? Just go over to rackspace.com/solve/slash/women-tech-2022 and a few hyphens along the way. I mentioned Angela is here. Angela and I—we uh, go way back, all the way to Tuesday or Monday, when the first time we actually had a chance to visit. But we've been uh, talking with and working with our friends over at App Dynamics for a while, and uh, and we said, "Look, we'd love to have somebody on from uh, from your organization." And it was almost unanimous. It's got to be Angela. We need to bring Angela up. So with that, Daniel, why don't we bring Angela up onto the stage? Angela, welcome to Cloud Talk
1: Live. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. We can continue all of the great talk and uh, getting to know each other a little bit and now hopefully to benefit others. So thanks everyone for being here as well.
0: Well, you know, I'm so glad that you're here and, uh, and your, your story is really interesting and I don't know how much of it we can unpack in all of the 20 minutes, but, um, but one of the things, you know, we're, we're of course calling out women in tech. Now you haven't always worked in tech, um, but you, you found your way there in, um, uh, and, and it's a really interesting story. You know, if we just rewind even a, a job or two, it goes back to when you were at Box. And, uh, and what was what was your role there? What were you doing f- uh, for, the, for the team over there?
1: I was a customer success manager. I was an individual contributor. I had a book of business. I had um, a great group of customers that I work with that I still miss. Um, and some of them are also Dynamics customers. So that's been fun Wonderful. to engage with them on a different level.
0: Well, good. Well, you know, and now what is your role? Uh, Tell us exactly what your role is over at AppDynamics.
1: So I am the global vice president of customer success. So I manage a team of customer success managers, directors, and regional leaders um, here globally uh, for AppDynamics.
0: And so your time at Box, that was what, like two decades ago, three decades ago? (laughs) I need to go from individual contributor to, to global lead of customer success.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I have been at App Dynamics for 18 months, so it has been quite a journey. Um, you know, a lot of it is um, just to quote my my better up coach. Um, some of it is right time, right place, but it's also the right person. And I think sometimes we forget that. And especially as women in tech, we forget that it is the right person too. That's it's exactly right. I mean, it, it's that great combination of all of that stuff. And
0: uh, when we were talking on Monday, you uh, when you're going through that interview to come over to App Dynamics, you said a really, I thought, really powerful um, sentence. And uh, it's obviously stuck with you as well. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it, I, I could I could I could say it, but I'd rather hear it from you. When, when you know, moving from this individual contributor to this larger role, and then ultimately this largest
1: role. Yeah, it was wonderful. I had the opportunity to meet with a lot of our senior leaders during the interview process. One of whom uh, is Giorgio Weston. Um, he was my mentor, mm-hmm. um, and uh, very much appreciated everything that he did. But in the interview process, I asked him as we were finishing up. I said, Giorgio, what would you recommend? What you know, what hesitation would you have in recommending me for this role? And he goes, well, I would really say nothing, but since you asked, he goes, the only thing I could see is you've never done this before. He goes, but I think that we all have to do something for the first time at some point. And I think you could do this. Um, and that has stuck with me. And that is, you know, when you have that little voice in the back of your head that says, what is happening? I can't do this. Can I do this? What yeah. if, you know, I, I play play that back and know that we all have to do something for the first time. We've all done something for the first time at some point. So
0: that's right. And, and, you know, you can look at it in two different ways. You were talking to the person who was, you know, had a voice in whether you got to come and get that new job. And had faith in the fact that you could go and do that job. But I think it's so encouraging, especially for women out there, as you think about that next role, or could I go work in tech or could I go lead that team? I've never done it before. You know, don't be afraid just because you haven't done it doesn't mean you can't do it.
1: It doesn't mean you can't. And you just need that one person um to to believe in you and those people are out there and i think that um you know it's one thing to note too is i came over as a regional director so that was the role that i had never done before so i clearly had never done this role before um and it's just been a wonderful journey of learning and exploration both of what i can do myself and what the team can do and what we can do in our industry and it's just been amazing So, um,
0: you know, I didn't pick up on this in our conversation the other day. And something you just said a minute ago caught my attention. In an interview, you asked the person, what hesitation do you have about me doing this role? Is that a question you ask a lot when you're going through an interview process?
1: So fun fact, um, I asked when I was interviewing here, I'd never done that before. And I think that um, I put my sales hat on. I'm I am, you know, true blue customer success. So don't yeah. get, don't get me wrong. I love customer success. That is my jam. But, um, you know, I thought about it and I said, how am I going to get better if I don't understand? It's hard to get interview feedback, right? Like right. nobody's going to necessarily gonna
0: smile at you. And-
1: um, so really, um, and yeah, definitely, Susan, it was a courageous question. Thank you for for calling that out because you're making, you're being vulnerable because you don't know yeah. what the person's going to say. But at least then I know. I'm at the point yep. in my life where I'm like, I don't, I, I, I'm okay with the journey. I want to go through the journey, but I want to know where I'm going to wind up, but that's not the way it works, unfortunately. Like, no, <laughs> no, no. you don't start at the end and work your way back. So I just- That's right,
0: of, yeah. If only we it. had the, the 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 playbook, so we knew what the next steps were from, right. yeah. I'm good
1: don't. with the journey. I don't have a problem doing the work and, and learning and all that. That's the fun part, but just give me, let me know what's going to happen next. Give me that crystal ball. Yeah, I just, haven't found one yet.
0: No, no, well, if you do.
1: Yes, I will Best let him.
0: So let me know. <laughs> uh, so, so super interesting. So the, the role is global. Uh, that creates certain challenges. We at Rackspace are a global company as well, 7,000 uh, employees all around the world. Um, global roles, especially in customer success, can lead to not a lot of sleeps and weekends. Um, how do you balance that out or how does that work in, in your current position?
1: So, you know, I think and, you know, everyone's debating work-life balance and talking about yeah. that. Um, And I think for me personally, the biggest challenge is not so much the work life balance, because I don't know what that is. And there isn't one right way to do that. It's Mm -hmm. all very personal. Um, So for me, I, I just have to be better about Mm -hmm. saying it's okay for me to not be available between five and 6pm so I can have dinner with my family. Yeah. Right. And and that's OK. Nothing's going to implode. We're not saving lives as much as, you know, we have a lot of very important customers who and we're helping them monitor some very critical business systems. Yeah. Um, there are it's not just me. Right. Like that. nothing is contingent upon me as yeah. Andrew think. So um, I think that making sure that we take carve that space, whatever it looks like, and be OK with carving that space. Um, so I do. I mean, I, I'm Often on my phone a lot. I put it away for dinner. Yeah. I try to put it away. Um, my my husband and I are um, binge watching Ozark right now to catch up. So nice. I try to put it away for that. Sometimes not. It's a really deep plot. I don't know if anybody's watching. I that. actually
0: haven't. I've been intrigued, but okay. maybe maybe you're pushing me over the edge.
1: Yeah. I would. I mean, you can't really multitask when you when you're watching Ozark. You have to pay attention. So, um. But I you have other, your
0: priorities like, straight. I'll
1: yeah. Like. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but I'm okay with that. And, and you know, we had a conversation before I actually took this role, my my mm-hmm. husband and I, and we talked about, you know, what the regional director role would look like, and then the yeah. global role, and are we okay with this? And is, what is this going to look like? And what is this going to mean? Um, so if i my on my phone too much, he calls me out on it, which you should always have a yep. partner that's going to challenge you and call you out when you're not being your best. So yep.
0: Well, I love that you said there's no, when we think work-life balance, there's no one right way to do that. And that, that one, it, it gives some freedom to mess up uh, and, and, and self-correct or have your partner help correct you, um, which is always comfortable. Yeah. And, um, but also the fact that it's, there's no one right way to do it for different seasons in life as well, um, whether that is summer in everybody's home or whether that's um, you know, school time or whether that is just the, the general different eras of, of, of life. And so it creates some freedom for you to uh, and your family to have that right balance and and adjust that balance as things change. That's a great point.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm also really lucky at being part of Cisco App Dynamics. The culture is fantastic. Like there is that understanding. There is that space yesterday. So I was um, on a call, um, a training session, and I was in and out because my daughter's four and we're trying to give her amoxicillin. And apparently she doesn't like it. It's
0: (laughs) not the most tasty thing in the world.
1: So it was it was a group effort. Um, So, you know, I was in and out of the meeting and I just let everyone know, hey, all I'm sorry, but this is this is what I'm dealing with right now. And I have to you know, I have to get my daughter her medicine and everyone's like, don't worry about it. I'm sorry that she's sick. So it gives you that agency. So you need to one have the confidence in yourself to say, you know what, what is my priority and what is is most important right in this moment. Sometimes it's going to be work and that's okay. Um, And sometimes it's going to be your kids, even in the middle of a work day. And that's okay too.
0: It's all about balance. And I love that you brought up, you know, of course, your your husband, your partner, but also the fact that you are also a mom uh, in dealing with that. And isn't it interesting how, especially at the beginning of the pandemic and we all went home and we're all really worried, close the door. This is the work time. That's And now it's all blended. And we like that. I know I like that. I love seeing when kids come in. I love seeing when you know, somebody's got to get up and go check the, the UPS guys at the door right. or whatever it might be. But as you, you mentioned, uh, moms, you, you obviously, you're at a point in life where you've kind of figured some balance out. I'm sure the scale tips a little one way or the other, given the season. But it's also a passion of yours in helping other moms. Maybe you can, you can tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially first time moms coming back to work. Um, I recall those days I was at IBM when I was coming back to work as a first-time mom and I was commuting to downtown Chicago and I was very lucky. Um and I have to rob you are too kind. It is so great here. Um and I was commuting. So I'm lucky enough that my mom was the one who watches my children. So she would come in the morning um, and I'd leave at 6.45 and I'd get back at 6 o'clock. And there was a lot of prior to leaving, what's going to happen while I'm gone? Are people going to forget about me? What does that look like? And you know what? Maybe they did. And that's okay because I needed that time. I had that space with my son. Um, And then coming back, it was, I can do this. Or can I do this? Can I not right. do this? You're at home and you're, you're, you have an, an infant. And for those who are parents, you know, you never know what the heck you're doing as a parent. Like you, you could
0: read I'll all that them. first round. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's you just like, I look
0: back ones. at those pictures and I think they let me take that kid home. Didn't they?
1: What? Crazy I don't people. know. I thought they were professionals. Jury's <laughs> still out on whether or not they should have let me take my kids home because they're only four and six. So we'll see. What okay.
0: Happens. All right. So there's still the return <laughs> policy. Okay.
1: But as long as they're kind, that's all, like, that's my goal. So hopefully they'll be kind. Yeah. But you're going through this and you don't know, I mean, because they're infants, you don't know if they're hungry, if they're tired, if they're, you know, what what is happening? Do they have gas or like, do you have to call the doctor because something is terribly wrong? Right. And that kind of blends into work sometimes. And it makes you question, am I doing the right things? Am I enough? Should I be at home with my child instead of at work and all of those things? And what I really tell everyone um, is that you are enough and you're doing the right thing. And what you're doing is showing your child that you can do what you need to do and you can still provide the support and the love and the insight and and everything that your family needs and everything that your team needs as well. If you're a leader specifically, um, and if you're an IC, what does your customer need? And that's where you also get to really because now you're forced to draw those boundaries. Yeah, right. You have to like you have to draw those boundaries and say that is one thing that was really nice when I was working downtown is I had to catch that train to get home. So there, if, there
0: was a, yeah,
1: there was a hard there stop, a hard stop. Like,
0: or you're not, or you're sleeping in the office or it's a really expensive cab ride.
1: That's, that's exactly right. And now it's like, okay, just one more thing. I'll just get one more thing done. Yeah. You know, so the day gets really, a little
0: bit longer. Really have to be careful with the one more thing. But to that extent though, it does also allow us as folks working from home and parents and things that need to be done, that one more thing, you know, it may be one more thing in the middle of the day that we get to do with our, our, our kids. Exactly. Uh, and push work off a little later. that whole balance, you know people say, "Are you working earlier and later? The answer is yes, but am I working through the whole day? Not generally, I'm gonna walk the dogs for thirty minutes. I'm gonna you know take take the time that you need. And it's driving us, Angela, towards this um, uh, towards this this new work methodology of outcomes based as opposed to time clock based, right. which I think is going to have such a positive impact on on the output of our individual organizations.
1: It's so and and our own self worth and what we're doing for those of us that you know, really um, have that I I need to accomplish something. And it's funny. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned Giorgio earlier, and I said he was he's one of my mentors. And we were chatting and my my dad is a contractor. He's a landscaper. He works with his hands. Um, My mom was a stay at home mom. Again, she worked, you know, she accomplished, she had, you know, the kids, the house was clean, dinner was made. There's a tangible thing that's been built. Very tangible. At the end of the day, you have something you can touch and feel there is, unless you're actually building the product and, you know, um, and writing the code, there's nothing that I can touch in the field and feel at the end of my workday. And that is really, really hard for me because then you don't feel like there's an end. You don't feel like you can ever stop. Because you haven't, have you actually accomplished something? So yeah. that's been an interesting journey for me, and something that I think is really important um, given the line of work that we're in is that we are accomplishing things, but what that looks like is very, very different than what that looked like 20 years ago.
0: It's so true. And especially now, I think of how that must influence a couple of different aspects. First of all, in your role, uh, as customer success, leading customer success globally, do you have happy customers? Has that has that 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 detractor on NPS or whatever you know uh, customer um, sat score you're using? You know, has that has that shifted up? And uh, or you know, in your mentorship work, have you taken the frustrated you know young mom who's come back and doesn't know if she's got the value or the capability, and at the end of the day has a smile on her face and and feels like she can do it?
1: Yeah, I love that. And that yeah, and that is. For me personally, that's the most fulfilling part. Right? Everything else
0: is a stage to get to help.
1: everything That's exactly right. And and that's why, you know, if we have, you know, everyone has issues with the pride and that's one thing I always remind everyone, our customers don't expect us to be perfect, right? Yeah. They expect us to respond when something goes wrong. Right. So there's, I mean, I guess there might be some unreasonable customers and that expect us to be perfect, but. Um, All about so- setting expectations. <laughs> It's all about setting expectations, but if we can remember that, then hopefully that takes everyone down off of their the, the height of, you know, a customer escalation, right. And remembering that it, we don't have to be perfect and we just have to be able to understand what the impact is right now. And I think, oh yeah, Daniel, making a list, um, you know, crossing things off. That's really, oh, helpful.
0: that's my wife right there. The massive list taker. <laughs>
1: And that's what you want to do in an escalation or in that scenario. Okay, let's talk about what your priorities are, how this is impacting your business right now. And let's make sure we're crossing things off. That's right. Uh,
0: And and that also is as long as those those work items, as we think about it in the context of of our professional careers, are part of that larger trajectory. Again, it goes back to um, uh, outcomes based you know, employees and, and activities, so that I know that when I cross that individual item off on my list, that that means for our organization that they we're that much closer to achieving our goals, higher customer satisfaction, more customers coming in, more transformation happening in the cloud in the context of Rackspace. That's exactly right. So, uh, so Angela, I always ask this question as the, the month has proceeded and I'm talking to more and more women about this and let's, let's talk to um, 12 year old Angela or wherever that 12 year old Angela is out in the world, because we've got a lot of women watching today and they've got a lot of, uh, you know, they've got um, young daughters. So as you have, have ventured into this career in tech, uh, you know, it, it can be daunting. It can be intimidating. It can, and has traditionally in the past been male dominated. Let's talk about advice um, uh, that you might have have for them uh, in in their point in education and in their career and and what they think maybe for the future. Talk talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we actually didn't get into this in our chat, but um, Jeff. But when twelve yeah. year old Angela was, um, and I'm just gonna pull, I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off. She was the fat kid in school, right? She was the one that was getting teased and all of that. So. It's a really long journey to be able to get to the point where I can even just sit here and chat with you and Mm. feel that maybe hopefully I can share something that will help someone. Um, And I think that the most important thing is to recognize that you are enough. Mm. Um, You are enough. And some days are not going to go the way that you thought they were or the way that you want them to. And there are some days you're going to be sitting in a room and you are going to be the only person that looks like you in that room. Mm. And you have to just know that you are enough. You have the information, and you have value that you're bringing. Whether or not the people in the room are receptive to it and they understand it or not um, may not happen. And yeah. then, if that's the case, then you have, a, then you understand. Now you know. Okay, if this is not, if I'm not making the impact, if others are not seeing the value, I always like to look introspectively first and make sure that I actually have yeah. value. Um, But then always falling back on knowing that that I am enough Um, and trying to not take things personally. Um, One Mm. of my favorite books is by Don Miguel Ruiz, and it's called The Four Agreements. There's actually five agreements now. Um, I don't remember the fifth, but the four agreements are the four important ones. (laughs) Um, Don't take it personally. Always do your best. Um, Be impeccable with your word. Mm. And I have them up here and don't make assumptions. Don't take it personally, don't make assumptions, always do your best and be impeccable with your word. And those are things that I try and live by. Um, and it helps me, I think, be a better leader. I Hopefully it helps me be a better mother and partner and, and human in the world. Um, and it definitely helps me um, recognize that sometimes people's reactions have nothing to do with me. And I am enough regardless of how they react. Well, I feel like I need to pay you for the therapy session
0: we just had because that was really impactful and I don't know how I'm going to do the rest of the show, but um, really great stuff, Angela. Thank you so much and thank you for, for being vulnerable. Thank you for jumping out on a limb and uh, into this little global audience we have here and really being uh, the most transparent I think I've had of a guest come on and just just share. That was great. Well,
1: thank you for being open and thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, if if Rob knows that he's not surprised by me just ripping on, rip, you know, opening it all up. So I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that um, everyone here enjoyed this and thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure.
0: Oh, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, and of course, I have to say thank you for the partnership. Uh, we are just delighted and really enjoying working with with AppDynamics. You guys have been a, a Rackspace partner for years, but now you're a sponsor and we love that. So thanks so much.
1: Thank you. Have, have an amazing day.
0: All right, folks. Uh, boy, I sure hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. That was a great conversation. If you want to learn more about Angela, you can uh, head over to Rackspace.com slash solve slash 107. Link to her bio is there. And uh, and I'm going to find that book and we'll add it to this link as well. And you can print that list out and put it at your desk, just like I'm probably going to go do. All right. Uh, with that, let's, let's power on, friends and uh, move to our next section here. Why is this not working? There we go. And I think we're, come on, behave, PowerPoint. All right, very good. Uh, We've had our our cloud discussion uh, with the amazing Angela. Now we're going to get into what's going on in the news in the cloud these days. And uh, with that, the balance of all of these things is getting me. Uh, It starts with an article that I read uh, about some updates over in Azure. And Microsoft has improved their translator and Azure AI services with a new uh, AI called Z-Code. Now, what Z-Code ultimately does, I'm going to cut to the chase in the article. You can go read it, head over to slash 107. Uh, This is episode 107. Uh, But what it ultimately does is you're allowed, it it ultimately uses a ton more compute without actually using more compute. It's able to come to, uh, uses it more in a burst as opposed to taking longer. You can go read all about it and gets more meaningful translations. So go check. That up. It's pretty cool stuff. My favorite topic, also these days, is anything to do with blockchain. And I keep looking for and finding more great examples of where blockchain is making and will make an insignificant impact in the future. This is around it being the glue connecting the future electric grid. Now, as we know, grid is, if you think of it in most basic terms, power generation, transmission delivery to a house. We think it's pretty simple. In fact, in the old days, that's exactly how it worked. Now from power generation, that power goes all over the place in the U.S. Uh, and all through North America. Of course, in Texas, we have our own power grid. That's gotten us into trouble in the past, but we still have our own tech power grid. But uh, but still, that, 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 that power is flowing all over the place and they need to keep track of who's generating it where it's going and where it's being consumed. Sounds like a ledger, doesn't it? Sounds like blockchain. Needs to be transparent. Sounds like blockchain. So a great example of it. Go read Jeff um, Mahan's new article over there. Uh, If you want to learn more about the blockchains. All right, let's talk about new updates in the cloud as well. And uh, we'll start with, uh, as per usual, our update from AWS. And AWS is this week, is they've introduced a new grammar slot, type into Amazon Lex. Amazon Lex, of course, is that voice and text service that allows you to create chatbots. It runs uh, Alexa, and, uh, and so it's got a whole new capability there uh, to help those things be much more efficient. Also, from Azure, uh, we have a public preview. Aber, uh, Aber, Aber, Azure Kubernetes Service on Azure Stack Hub. Now, refresher, Azure Stack Hub is that hardware infrastructure that allows Azure to run in dedicated infrastructure, not in an Azure data center. Think about it running, in, uh, uh, running uh, their example, cruise ships, anything disconnected, uh, or just anywhere where you want to have it closer to maybe source data. Now you can actually pull the AKS service and run it. Of course, it's in preview, but you can run it on your Azure Stack Hub. I am a proponent of Azure Stack Hub. I'm a proponent of uh, Google Anthos as well as AWS Outposts because they give you the power to take capabilities out of the cloud and put it where you need it. There are so many examples there. Now, lastly, uh, over on the Google, speaking of Anthos, I love putting up when they do this, uh, they support new clusters in another AWS region. Always cracks me up when Google uh, creates new capabilities to run their services inside of other clouds. I don't know why. I find it amusing. Go check it out. Uh, all right. And then lastly, we're going to get into the job of the day. But first, a reminder, go to slash 107. You'll find everything you need there. Right, Susan? That is a great article. Go check it out. Now, the job of the day, uh, I believe, is all about Sitecore. Did you know Rackspace has a Sitecore offering? We do. And we have uh, a Sitecore architect position open. And as an architect, that's a person who is responsible for providing deep application support and advisory service around Sitecore XP and Sitecore Commerce application. If you're a Sitecore smart person, come check us out. You can apply for that job. Where? Of course, by going to Rackspace.com one oh seven, And uh, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, I would uh, appreciate if you would, because you're going to get the audio from these things. You're also going to get the audio, You, know, as you know, yesterday on our Rackspace Live, we had Srini Kashak on. He is Rackspace's new CTO. I have a, an amazing podcast episode with him. He reveals some really interesting stuff in that, uh, and uh, and hopefully there's a lot that you can learn from that. But you're only going to hear it if you subscribe to Cloud Talk. So head on over uh, to wherever you find your podcast and subscribe to Cloud Talk. All right, and with that, I want to give you a little shout out for next Tuesday as we continue and start to get close to ending our Women in Tech uh, Month. Uh, with Casey Schilling is going to be on. And she is Rackspace's chief marketing officer, an amazing woman, very accomplished woman. She has had roles in some amazing companies like uh, Container Store, Zoe's Kitchen, if you're a fan of that, uh, plus a bunch of others. And she's going to come in and share some of her experiences in, uh, in her career and hopefully as many great tidbits as we heard from Angela today everyone i hope you had uh, a really good uh, day here today i know i have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation with angela it's one i'll probably go back and listen to a few times there's some great nuggets in there and a lot i think that we all can learn so i hope you have a great upcoming weekend it is friday eve after all we are back here on tuesday with casey's episode it will be eight thirty central time on tuesday so i hope that you will be around for that but with that folks Uh, It's time for us to head to our nine o'clock meetings. I hope you have a great day. I am Jeff Deverter for Cloud Talk Live. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now, here at CloudTalk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. On the Rackspace, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff Deverter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.